Hello and welcome to today's PropCast and we're talking about how leading landlords are providing on-the-ground help for communities suffering from COVID-19. Now property companies are indelibly linked to the communities around them, particularly family-run businesses and great estates who are long-term owners of property and do far more than simply buy and sell. In West London, two such organisations have been working hand-in-glove with one local charity to support some of the area's most vulnerable groups. While Kensington and Chelsea clearly has a lot of wealth, many residents there still live below the poverty line and the area also has more single-dwelling pensioners as almost any other part of the country. Two of the landlords are contributing hundreds of thousands of pounds in match funding and stepping up to do their bit. Cadogan, one of the country's largest and longest-running family-owned property companies, has a proud history supporting charities and acting as a steward for the local area. It's been a principal supporter of the Kensington and Chelsea Foundation for over a decade. Hugh Seaborn, its chief executive, who I spoke to a little earlier on, spoke passionately about Cadogan's support for the Kensington and Chelsea Foundation and why he sees small local groups as playing truly vital roles in reaching those most in need uh, in the local area. We'll also hear from Tom Martin, who's Executive Chairman at Martin's Properties, another supporter of the Kensington Chelsea Foundation. Tom's family business has also played a prominent role in supporting the community for many decades, and the company has a variety of property interests, both across London and around the wider capital too. Um, now, both are great examples of some of the positive work that commercial landlords have been engaging in during the COVID-19 crisis and acting responsibly, proactively, getting out to support charities is making a real difference to all sorts of people locally uh, and in the wider communities as well. Now, finally, we'll also get a brief response from the local Conservative MP for Kensington, last, uh, who was elected last December, Felicity Buchan, who will explain how the government is supporting charities and why she's keen to work with private businesses in helping these groups do what they can to support the most vulnerable in our society. First up, here's a conversation recorded a little bit earlier on with Hugh Seaborn, who's the Chief Executive of Cadogan. Hugh, thank you for joining us this morning. Tell us a little bit about how you see landlords' role within the community. What what are the sorts of things that Cadogan has been doing and, and, and what are the sorts of things that, that you think really cut through and really make a difference? Hi, Andrew. I, I mean, communities to Cadogan are right at the heart of uh, what we do. We're a, we, we're a family business and we're a very long-term business. We've been around a long time and we own property concentrated in one area, primarily in, in Chelsea. And therefore, if we want to be around for a very long time into the future, as we do, we need the communities to thrive so that we do too. So, um, you know, our job really is not so much to manage buildings as to breathe life into spaces um, and think about the layering of uses that contribute to uh, a vibrancy of community and, uh, and life and uh, vitality. And there's lots of different ways of doing this from, you know, from culture and, and there we own and operate Cadogan Hall, which is a concert hall, and we provide support to others uh, in most of the other uh, cultural institutions in Chelsea but you know you move on from there and um, schools are vitally important because people live near schools and uh, and these are examples but part of that community infrastructure for want of a better word is um, is a charitable framework how, how can you access the charities that are there that help the disadvantaged and the vulnerable uh, which are in all all, all societies Kensington Chelsea's um, renowned for being immensely 
uh, privileged, but uh, what's not necessarily understood or perhaps overlooked is that there's a, a wide range of lives in the borough and in Chelsea as well. And it's very challenging for some people. And so it's important we think about um, how we can access these these disadvantaged people. So, for example, there's, there's, um, there's, a, there's a lot of people living alone, particularly at pension age in the borough. There's a lot of children who live in poverty there who are eligible for free school meals. And so these are real social problems that need addressing. And the way we can contribute to this, given that we want to help the community to be healthy and be involved and do, do things that are positive, make an impact, um, the way we can access this is through organisations like Kensington and Chelsea Foundation. And they, they, like us really, are passionate about the people and the communities of the area. And as I said earlier, whilst there's lots that's lovely about the area, exquisite even in many ways, it's a place that can exclude and marginalise people. And it certainly puts other lives into stark relief. The Kensington Chelsea Foundation has the grassroots, has access routes, the grassroots charities that can make a difference to people's lives. They can really improve people's day-to-day lives in a way that's very effective. So for Cadogan to be principal supporter of Kensington Chelsea Foundation, as we are, is really important because that means we um, provide the lion's share of the running costs of the the foundation so that anybody else donating can do so knowing that 100% of their donation gets through to those charities. But it also means that when we need to most, um, and a good example was when the dreadful disaster at Grenfell happened, we wanted to do the right thing and do something for local communities. We were able to do that by going to the Kensington Chelsea Foundation. And they, they listen to the community, they understand what's needed, and they're able to act quickly and get in touch with these micro charities that make a difference on the ground. And the same is true now. Now there's a virus and we know there's people out there that need help and we want to be able to contribute. Uh, Kensington Chelsea Foundation has filled a very, very important part for us. And so we have contributed to their latest campaign, which is a match funding campaign, um, which allows members of the public or anybody to contribute to this campaign, knowing it will be match funded by big corporates such as ourselves. And all the research shows that in those circumstances, people contribute more generously because they feel they're, well, they're obviously doubling their money. And so the foundation can raise more money for good causes and then make sure those get to the right local charities on the ground. And in terms of the, the, the future, uh, future environment for charities, obviously a lot of organisations are under pressure right now. And, and clearly many charities haven't been able to continue the fundraising efforts they'd be undertaking at, at the present time. So how would you like to see the wider property sector in, in, in involving itself with, with charities and, and local charities such as KCF over the next couple of years? Well, I think from a property point of view, specifically for the property sector, we have a, uh, an added responsibility because um, property companies own property within localities. In our case, it's, it's a strong concentration which amplifies the impact you have locally. Um, but but um, buildings do in many ways and spaces do in many ways define an area and therefore there's a greater responsibility. And that coupled with the 
threat of the COVID-19, um, the crisis that's brought, shouldn't be wasted, really, Andrew. I think it's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's lots that's bleak about the onset of this virus. But in my view, no crisis should ever be wasted. And that's been a good motto in my career. And I think this is an opportunity for um, people and organisations to pull together and find a way of doing something genuinely positive. Um, got to have integrity um, as to how to make a positive contribution to the communities in which they have a, a business interest. And, in, it, you know, in, in, in a way to demonstrate the innate kindness and decency that people have and make this a, a positive thing with a generosity of spirit. So, Tom, tell me a little bit about uh, your relationship with, uh, with KCF uh, and some of the work that you guys do locally to support charities. Yeah, so uh, Martin's uh, family has been involved with uh, KCF uh, since its inception uh, and have supported it uh, and been uh, proud to see how it's changed and evolved over that time. Um, my, uh, we have a private charitable trust and uh, one of my uh, sisters uh, is the uh, the lead contact um, and, and deals with that. But uh, we, our focus is to help the uh, KCF to uh, direct funds to those smaller charities that otherwise are invisible in the community uh, or potentially are invisible in the community. Um, and to um, you, as a small business ourselves, we recognise how important it is uh, that we make a contribution uh, and support those other small ent- smaller entities uh, in achieving their goals. And what what what's changed in the Barmer over the last years? Clearly, Grenfell is going to have had a huge effect. But how do you envisage the the response to the COVID nineteen crisis playing out over over both the short and the longer term? Well, I think, I think um, Grenfell, had, had, as you say, had, had its impact. But I think the, the most significant change that, that comes out of, uh, in my mind, that comes out of COVID nineteen is the uh, is the fact that we are we, it's a it's an inclusive community that we're aiming towards. So uh, the, the 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 delineation of um, boundaries is is is, is, is going to be broken down. The um, recognition that we are all in it together. Uh, and that sort of spirit, that kindred spirit of support and, and welfare, um, it, I think has a real opportunity of, of coming back to the fore um, now uh, more than ever before. Recognition that um, there's more to uh, the more, more to be had out of experiences than anything else, and, and I think that that is a great opportunity for KNC, uh, the, the the foundation, to really reach out and, and empower people to experience a better quality of life um, across a whole range of activities. And how important is it that the property sector really steps up and, and does a bit more right across London? Uh, it, 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 it's the property sector in isolation uh, can't can't make the change. But it'd be, the, the point is that the property sector cannot stand back and let other people do it on their own. So we've got to be a, a driving force in what's happening. We, we, we have an immovable asset, um, uh, but we have the opportunity to engage and to provide the environment. Uh, and the facilities for people. So, so you, you know, there's no, there's no question of doing it in isolation. We've got to work with the likes of KNC. We've got to work with our customers um, and bring bring everyone together. It, it's a unified approach that will make the difference, not a not an isolated approach. 
and, and what um, what would you like to see happen in terms of, I guess, more prominent and more ongoing support for charities? As you say, uh, a lot of the smaller charities uh, do need help. A lot of them do get left behind. What what should the private sector, the government, be doing to to ensure that that, that organisations locally can continue to give the support they need to? Well, I, I think that what I think what is really important is some a foundation like KNC has the ability to intervene between the uh, the giving and supports uh, from the private sector through to the charitable sector. I think unguided donation, um, well-intended uh, as it may be, can have negative consequences. Too many charities vying for the same funding, trying to do the same thing, it dilutes the impact. So uh, foundations like the KNC Foundation can help people get their funds to those smaller, less visible um, uh, charitable activities and make a difference uh, and really move the the, the less visible charities to becoming a significant charity in a community um, and then in a wider community and maybe nationally, ultimately. Uh, And, and, you know, I think that that is really important. I think that that everyone has a voice. Everyone has a right to have a voice. and the things start from from small initiatives. If you don't have that sort of overarching umbrella that can harness and focus resources to them and ensure that they work collaboratively with other uh, charities, you're not going to get the power of the uh, the, the, the potential is out there to be harnessed and to make a big change. And, and finally, Tom, what what would your message be to other businesses in the local area? What what would you like them to do? Um, over the next couple of weeks, over the next couple of months even, whether it's supporting KCF or, or any other initiatives? It comes down to having a voice. I think that, you know, so you're, you come back to your question, what can the property industry do? What everyone can do is have a voice and get out and do and be heard and make a statement and engage with other people. And, and then listen to what other people need and see if you can help and let them know what you need and see if they can help you. And, and by sharing and by engaging. And this process, this, this period has given us a point of reflection. If, if we all take a moment to think about what we do and what difference we can make, there's so much that we can achieve. Felicity Buchan, MP for Kensington. We're seeing some fantastic generosity from some of the local property owners across the borough. Why is it you think that that we need to be more cognizant now of small charities and of some of these community foundations and perhaps we have been in the past? Well, I think it is phenomenal what people are doing throughout the borough, whether it's donors such as the amazing Cadogan Estates and Martin's Properties, or whether it's just individuals. You know, I spend quite a lot of time going to help out at charities. Uh, Normally, every Friday, I spend a couple of hours doing that. And just when you see what individuals do, you know, they turn up, they unload lorry loads, of food and potentially they put themselves in harm's way but it is a community effort and that's very very impressive. And in terms of the uh, the, the next few months clearly we're going to have a, a fair degree of uncertainty as we move out of lockdown and as we, we, we sort of stagger back to 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 a fully functioning economy. How would you how would you suggest that the charity sector looks to engage with government with private donors and with other people because they're going to face some quite tough times themselves, aren't they? With, although there's been a massive outpouring of support 
Um, some of that could be at the expense of, of local charities which do do such vital work. Well, I think the government is very cognizant of the fact that charities do play an amazing role. And that's why we have established a charity fund, £750 million, of which roughly a half will go to the big established charities and about a half will go to local charities. But we are very, very aware that the demand on charities is higher than ever, whereas at the same time, their sources of income are probably lower than ever because people are not running the London Marathon. They're not going to charity fundraising dinners. So the sources of income are so low at the moment for charities. And that's why it is wonderful that the Kensington and Chelsea Foundation is still being able to tap in to amazing local donors, uh, the likes of LMAX, which gave £250,000, uh, the likes of Cadogan, uh, Martin's Properties, uh, the Rousing uh, Trust. Uh, you know, this is all phenomenal. Thank you there to Felicity Buchan, Conservative MP for Kensington, and also a little earlier on Tom Martin, the Executive Chairman at Martin's Properties, and Hugh Seaborn, Chief Executive of Cadogan, Principal Supporter of the Kensington and Chelsea Foundation. Now, wherever you live in the country, there will be a local foundation, local charities that you can support. So please get out there into the community, find who you can support, who you can help, uh, and make sure that you're doing whatever you can. Uh, obviously, you can go to the Kensington and Chelsea Foundation's website if you'd like to support them but thank you for listening uh, and do get in touch with us if you'd like to discuss any current uh, any ideas any subject anything close to your heart my name's andrew teacher i'm from blackstock consulting thank you for listening